Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Houston Astros are the 2022 World Champions. 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 Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball presented by SeatGeek. Use code JOHNBOYPLAYOFFS for 10% off any ticket. My name is Jimmy. Jake is here looking dapper and Trev on the West Coast hanging out. Producer BBD behind the dish. The Houston Astros win the World Series in six games. You want? Are we burning it right away? Yeah, burns. Oh, what? What? Got burns. Trev's burning. Jake's burning. Mm. It's going to burn for me to say this. It's coming from the heart. World Series Game 6 in Houston. It was wheels up for the Phillies as they try to get one more game in tomorrow with Zach on the bump. But there was a Framber alert out as Valdez and the boys would try to finish it off. In Houston, we got 10 zeros on the scoreboard. Scoreless through five. It's looking like Judge's next contract. And then Schwarbaum, Kyle gets the fastball, goes yard. It is one nothing Phillies. And the way Zach is looking, that might be enough. But oh no, that Maldonado elbow. He gets on, which starts a rally rally we get into the bullpen here comes alvarado out of the pen for that yordan matchup let me see your dong 450 dead center over the pitcher's eye in the world series to bring it home and guess what vasquez gets the rbi single but as dusty said when yordan hit it that was it, because this Astros bullpen, Naris, Abreu, Presley, they finish it off off of Framber, six inning, one earned run. And guess what time it is in Houston? Let's party. The Houston Astros win this game 4-1. to one. They take the World Series 4-2. to two. And what fortitude by the Houston Astros to get it done Your World Series champs. Uh, per the Elias Sports Bureau, Astros are the first team to clinch the World Series on their home field since the 2013 Red Sox. That's a long stretch of away wins. How about it? It's wild. That's the true reality of it, Trev. And win reality. You wanted the hitters to fight back, and they sure did today. Jordan, are you kidding me? Win Reality, the VR baseball training application available on MetaQuest 2 that gives players access to unlimited game speed and reps no matter where you are. You can even use your own bat. They got pitchers from 8 under to pro. Trevor Plouffe was a pro. People, people, some people don't know that. The perfect tool, whether in season, off season, or you're stuck in cold weather states, been there. Paul Goldschmidt uses this. He just won NL Outstanding Player, whatever award that they made up there is. Check out the link. Sign up today at winreality.com slash talking and receive a bad attachment with your win pro plan. Winreality.com slash talking. Free bad attachment. 
Trev, you've attached a lot of bats to balls. What do you got, Big Daddy? The better team won, man. Like, this is what happened, okay? I think going into the season, we said it's the Astros and the Dodgers and kind of everybody else. I think maybe we lump the Braves into the category because they were the champs and they had a bunch of people come in, whatever. It's the Houston Astros doing it. And this series for, like, People like talk about how great of a series it was. It really wasn't close. Like the Astros were just by far the better team in every single facet of the game. They had the Phillies trying to bunt with two strikes <laughs> down three runs. That it would they were causing problems for the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean, I guess that's what you do when you run into like a nine for ninety nine streak that the Phillies were on. Like, they just couldn't hit. And I think it's because the Astros pitching is so freaking good. Like, I'm trying to find reasons to, like, not give the Astros all the credit, but they deserve all of the credit because they came and they did everything right. They really did. They were the deepest and best team in baseball this year. And it's not just the pitching. It's the pitch mixing, the sequencing especially against teams like the Yankees and the Phillies who are going to try and hit the home run and swing big and not get off their A swing and and sit on pitches and try to guess pitches. And Giancarlo Stan said it when they were playing them, and I the Phillies probably think it. Like, they just read swings, read body language, read the scouting reports, and throw the right pitch at the right time. Like, how many times did we see the Phillies just take the pitch looking because it's not what they were looking for? And that's how they got Yankees, too. And the, the catching, the scouting reports, the body language, I don't know what that is, but it's fantastic. And I also know that I don't think that would work against themselves because the Astros hitters have different approaches. Change their approach, mid-at-bat. Uh, go with go with pitches. Fight off two-strike pitches. They're just, they're just a, a better brand of baseball. Yeah, they have a mixture of hitters. Like they don't yeah. have guys just going up there trying to hit homers, although they have people that can do that. They they know the situation and you always hear me talk about having all the different clubs in your bag. Like these that's what these guys do. They can do. It. I guess I just wax poetic about Houston and how great they were and how they deserved everything. And then I'm thinking to myself, well, what if that Edmundo Sosa ball was just like ten feet to the left? And then we're talking about what? A game seven and anything can happen. And I guess that's baseball and it shows like the the crapshoot aspect of the playoffs in a seven-game series, but for all intents and purposes, this was dominated by the Astros. Yeah, I mean, small sample size baseball, there there is a crapshoot element, but also when you're the better team, you put yourself in the best position to win. Because you, you mentioned the Phillies ended up kind of getting dominated in this series. I mean, with, without a heroic all-time game one inning, it, it, it really was a little bit of a mauling. But at the same time... These games were close. I mean, even in the Yankees series, you can, you can point to two or three moments that if a bad pitch is executed, um, it, it could have changed the whole course of the series, but it wasn't. And it, it ties into the, everything with this team. These guys have been there now. They, they've been in the CS the past six years. This is the third World Series. I mean, we've got young guys on the field like it, that don't care because they're used to this atmosphere and this environment. They're not going to make the wrong play. And the whole thing, and I mentioned this on our live stream and everyone that tuned into the live stream uh, throughout the playoff, thank you guys. Um, you know, it's, it's 
part part of our lifeblood and it's 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 community building and we we have just as much fun as you guys so thank you um the Houston Astros the whole thing going back was they tried to look at baseball and they said how can we increase on the margins and do everything a little bit better and they do it in every aspect of the game they're starting pitching is a joke. Javier was there four. The the guy's been unhittable for the last month. Uh, like Framber, Verlander, Lance McCullers Jr. had for him like a bad postseason. He asked the Mariners. He shut them out for six innings. Their lineup, that top six, they lost Yuli at the end. But that top six, they know what they're doing. Defensively, there's not a weak spot out there. Like, there's some teams you look out there and it's like, where, where's the hole or where can we look for the mistake? The bullpen you probably mentioned last when you talk about the Houston Astros, they just broke the postseason record for uh, best ERA in a postseason. They had the best ERA this regular season. Do they have some of the flashier names in the bullpen we talk about around baseball? No. Presley's been doing it for a while now and deserves a little more respect. Uh, Montero, I mean, you know, he, he was on his second team. Naris doing it against his former mates. The organization... Top to bottom, they're running laps around every baseball team except kind of the Atlanta Braves, if we're being honest. Trev, you you raised your hand. Jim was bobbing too, but Trev. We're bobbing. We're doing it right now. I just want to point out something just to show the sheer dominance of this Astros team. Their worst month this year, and yeah, we're going back to the regular season, was April. They won 11 and 10. That's a 524 winning percentage oh world series after that after that they went a 724 winning percentage a 640 a 679 a 607 a 692 and then in a five game set in october they won 800 ball and then they went nine and two in the postseason they have dominated this entire season it hasn't been close do you remember when the mariners thought they had a chance at winning the freaking aos the angels did for three weeks that was cute there was never anybody else in the AL, except the Astros. I'm sorry. That's just the way it was. We tried to conjure up some things. The Yankees had their time in the regular season, but it really was the Astros just being better than everybody, every other team in the AL, and certainly now we can say they're the best team in all of baseball. And all their players are coming back. The whole pitching yeah. staff. Basically, all the relievers. I think Will Smith's a free agent. Brantley's a free agent. Yuli. Verlander gets to have some fun if he wants. He's got the opt-out, right? Yeah, we were talking about that while you went to the bathroom or you were outside on the stream. Um, but, and I don't know if that's a conversation for now, but Verlander has a $25 million player opt-out. He's about to win the Cy Young, just won a World Series. If he wants to pitch till he's 44, he should opt-out and get a four-year deal from somewhere, maybe a less AAV. Why doesn't he just say, no, I'll take 30 to pitch for you next year. That's what he can do also. Yeah, if he just wants one year. but He he, got options. He got options. I think he might opt out. No, I'll take 35, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm saying, at at first, I didn't think he was going to opt out, but then I was like, wait, actually, he should opt out and get a different deal coming off that season. That's nuts. Do you want to talk about, like, this game at all? Like, some of the stuff, like, is it rubbing dirt in the wound, talking about some of the stuff, like, the Phillies like taking Wheeler out or Schwarber's two strike bunt. Like 
the the Wheeler uh, the Wheeler Alvarado situation. I think we have to talk about that. It's it's what decided this game at the end. It was scoreless through five. Framber was putting on a show. Wheeler was putting on a show. We get to that sixth inning. Framber, I do think he made a mistake. And and Trev, I don't I don't know what you read into it. Uh, Framber did a, a squat on the mound. Uh, he was kind of doing some of his theatrics the last time he did that. He tried to sneak a fastball by a guy. He does it again. He goes fastball. Schwarber hits it. Schwarber looked bad on a couple curves, sliders, cutters. Uh, Framber mixes it up every time with the same pitch, basically. Schwarber jumps him, and you go, okay, one. Is that going to be what they need? Wheeler looks great. Sir Anthony and Alvarado have been good this postseason. Martin Maldonado, my goodness, stands up on the plate. Wheeler pitched him inside. He came inside. One goes off the elbow. If Wheeler's going clean, he's at like 70 pitches, and he's your ace, and you probably let him ride. We talked about it going into the inning. If it got to the lefties and there was action on the bases, the Phillies were going to execute their plan. And I know it, it looks awful in hindsight, and I didn't like the pitch call from Alvarado either, um, which is easy for me to say, but I did say it before that on the stream. The Phillies had their plan. They rolled out the same lineup. Every damn day. They broke a record there. They, they busted out their bullpen, and they executed that lefty plan on the lefties and tried to get through there, and that's what they were going to do. They went for it. It did not work out, and it just opens up that whole conversation of starting pitchers and how we view them and value them against a fresh bullpen guy. Um, it ends up backfiring, and, and Dusty said it while receiving the trophy, like, has has it sunk in? And he's like, yeah, it sunk in when Jordan hit that ball over the moon. Hell yeah. That's some big ball yeah. stuff right there. Bro, that thing was torched. But again, what happened right before that? Jeremy freaking Pena gets a ground ball base hit up the middle to put Jordan in a position with the runner on third base less than two outs. Okay, we're not talking Homer at this point. We just know that something good is going to happen for the Astros because Jeremy Pena freaking has a great at bat and Jose Altuve, you know, runs right in front of the center fielder's face. I know it wasn't hit that hard. So it's sort of an easy thing, but not everyone can get there. If you're a right. slow guy, you're not going to get to third base, but they have the right guys up. If Pena doesn't hit that single, like does Wheeler stay in? Speaking That's of kind Pena, of my question, speaking of Pena, question. this just in from the Elias sports bureau at 25 years, 45 days old, Jeremy Pena, is the youngest position player to ever win the World Series MVP. Golly, that kid. That Look out, bro. Hey, Jeremy Pena. Crazy. Be careful, bro. Just be careful. Gold That's glove. my advice to you. Gold glove. Oh, he also won the gold glove? Yeah, he won the gold glove. Not bad. Give him the rookie of the year. Screw it. Fuck it. I'll give him this sorry, hat. Sorry, J-Rod. I'll give him this hat. He don't want that The hat. judge really deserved the MVP award? Does he really? Now we're talking. Pena should get it all. My God. <laughs> you know what? Correa's price just went down again. God. <laughs> Easily replaceable. That's what they're calling Carlos. <laughs> Gradual like, bumps. imagine that shit, though. Seriously. Slow if you're the Astros organization, you let your dude walk. You offer him an offer. He doesn't like it. You know, whatever. You get made fun of for your offer, basically. But you're in, in the back of their minds, they're like, we got a guy. And now it doesn't always work out. It sure wow. seems like it, it works out a lot when for the Houston the son Astros. son of Geronimo. Mm. You know. G-Pain. 
Dude, I mean, how many relievers did Dusty have to use in this series? Seriously. Like uh, four? The, Five? the first game, Maybe. I think we saw anyone that got used, right? Um, but, like, yeah, it was mainly he got to choose from four guys. Like, his starting pitching did so well that four guys got to pitch. He really didn't have to make too many tough decisions. Tonight it was Neris to Abreu to Presley instead of Abreu to Montero to Presley. Like, pick your poison type thing. Presley should have been in consideration for the World Series MVP if I'm being on if we're like really talking. I agree. The I win probability that. added was I think uh, the highest of anybody in the series. Like he's a guy that you can rely on to get five, six outs. Like you can't just say that about anybody. You got you guys know who you know to to win the World Series. You have to win how many games now? You got to win three, three in the they DS. Went, they went eleven and two, so thirteen. They went nine, nine, nine and two. two. Sorry, yeah, out of eleven, nine yeah. out of eleven. Ryan, uh, Ryan Stanick, uh, pitched in four games. Sure, you know, didn't give up an earned run while he was out there. Uh, you know, combined four games, three innings. He had a one one five ERA this year. He set the record for the reliever of the Astros. Ah, we got Montero, uh, Presley, Abreu. They're uh, we're good. Hunter Brown, that fucking other the. A Verlander light. He didn't even pitch. What two innings? He'll uh, you know, put a little cheese on him to win the Cy Young next year. Like it, they're uh, they are organizationally ahead of everyone, except maybe nose to nose with the Atlanta Braves. And then we'll just keep talking about this because it's really incredible when you really go ah. back and dissect this game. You got Vasquez with the insurance run to get him up by three, which is what that a guy, guy they does. traded for, right? And really was probably only playing because Guriel got hurt. So, like, I think they get to replace him and whatever. Like, so now Vasquez is in your lineup. He gets the hit. And now, instead of Bryce Harper walking up in the ninth inning with a chance to tie the game, he's got to get on and get somebody else up behind him. It's a totally different at bat. And I thought the Phillies at bats there at the end of the game were. Besides JT, he jumped on a, he ambushed a heater. But everybody else, the swings were just atrocious. Well, what'd you think about Schwarber? I didn't see the defensive alignment. Obviously, they were back with two strikes there. If my problem is if you want to do that and you and you have that in your mind, then you better do it like right away. Like right away. But I don't know if they were giving him that. But I always tell you guys, it doesn't matter if if Bregman was like in. If he was over, like he just can't make that play. So it really is open. Like, and I don't mind the bun attempt there. What's he, if he hit, hits a solo homer? So what? Like, the bun attempt is fine, but it has to be earlier in the count. You can't do it two strikes, just all of a sudden whip it out, bro. Like, that's indecent exposure, basically. It's nuts. It's nuts. That was good. And so is trade coffee. Why don't you guys go get you? actually beans, but whatever. <laughs> oh, Trevor Plouffe. Hey, now. God, and you're beans. pissy pork, tonight. Pork and beans. Pork and beans. I wish you and me were wrestling in that horse shed behind your house tonight and maybe enjoying some trade coffee. Uh, <laughs> they use your personalized recommendation to get you the coffee that you will love. Because guess what? There's not a perfect coffee for everyone, but there's a perfect coffee for you. Go check out Trade Coffee, their coffee subscription service. Uh, and hey, maybe if you know what you like, they'll get you what you like. Or maybe you don't even know. Maybe you're just feeling around in the coffee world, waiting for one to grab you by the haunches. Go 
to drinktrade.com slash baseball. And with that, you will get $30 off your subscription and free shipping. $30 off, free shipping, drinktrade.com slash baseball, drinktrade.com slash baseball. I am reading Jeremy Pena's Mm. baseball reference right now. Did you know he went to high school in Rhode Island? Yes. It's known? Maine, yep. It's a whole whole thing. I think our, I think our friend supporter since day one. So I yes, our I did June know that. Lee wrote a really really good article on it. That's crazy. Baseball players <laughs> don't come from Rhode Island and Maine. I, I don't think I he grew up there. I think they moved there. Yeah, if I'm, yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. But as, yeah, you know he, he was born in uh, DR. That's just not baseball a- place. Wild. What do we got? Okay, you know, Astros, best team ever, freaking World Series champs. They can kind of talk their shit. I'm kind of curious to see how everyone reacts this offseason. Like, is Breggy just going to be, like, doing the – what's the dance called? The gritty? Oh, like, a lot of gritty. Is he going to start TikToking again? Yes. I think he has to, right? LSU won tonight. Yes. Bre- I'm giving you the AOK to TikTok again, Breg. You're my guy. So you got it from me. If that means anything to you, you can start TikToking again. With the Phillies, though, where do you go from here? Who? Where do you um, go from here if you're the Phillies? Nobody wants to hear it. It's kind of a good season. They went on a run. They made the playoffs. They got to the World Series. It, you know, this team rinse and ha- repeat. Just try to make the playoffs again. I think yeah. Harper, Harper just had a quote come out that was, "We're going to be the same team with some some more pieces to make us that much better." Bong. Phillies went to the World Series after not being in the playoffs, the longest drought in the National League. Like it, it sucks, and you're probably not even listening to this right now. But like, we thought they had a formula for success in the playoffs, and they do. So get to the dance next year and fuck around again. Yeah, you pick up the option on Nola. I wonder if they pick up the option on Segura. I'm interested in that. 17 mil one year. Do we we adjust what we're doing, though? Like, we went absolutely cold with the bats. Like, hey, the Yankees, have, we have the Yankees haven't made that change in a while because the playoffs are just a crap shoot and who knows. Oh, but uh, uh, look, the things that we said could happen happened to the Phillies. The bullpen coughed it up. I know they were like they were better than expected, but like in the end, that's that's kind of what happened. Um, defense wasn't great, if I'm being honest. Like, there were some balls like that. Some plays that changed the course of the games. But really, yeah, I mean, I guess what Bryce is saying, like we're kind of returning the same team, and maybe we just add to that bullpen mix a little bit. Maybe we try to find – I'm trying to think like what position like we're, what we're going to be doing. I know that Bryce will be out in right field next year, so that should help. Maybe we bring in somebody, a contact dude for DH, or I don't know how we're going to utilize that next year, but – yeah. The shift not being there might help them too, like this team specifically. If you have some of the lefties and they can't fill that hole up, Stott and Bomb can can take a step. Um, you know, you the the Phillies are they're kind of in the same position. You know, I, I mean, this World Series, whether it's pitching or hitting, depending however you want to look at it, the Phillies ended up having three guys hit. 
it was Schwarber, it was Harper, it was Bohm. Um, and, I mean, even Harper's numbers don't look as scary as he felt in this series by the end of it. I wish they put him three. I know it, like, for the CS, it worked to keep the lineup the same. That's not that's okay if you switch from four to three. I think that you're not bothering anybody there. I just Especially think they needed to get him up more. And I agree. Five I, behind him was wasn't doing him much favors. And you know, I, I like that they're pretty steady, so I do appreciate that. But it seemed like a change that could have really changed some things. Um, in the long run, I I don't think they're beating the Astros if they make that change. So um, I think the Astros are winning no matter what. But. Yeah. Astros running back next year. I mean, honestly, like who else are you going to pick in the AL? Like so, you're going to say, no, the Astros are the same. They're the same team. Trevor, this this was a conversation in the live stream, and I'd love to get your answer. I would have loved if you called in. Um, who in the AL is going to be the Astros' biggest competition? Like to to get on their level. The Mariners can make a jump. That was mine. And let me think on it a little bit more. The Blue Jays could make a jump. The Yankees, I mean, I think the Yankees are in for, no offense to you guys and a lot of Yankee fans that are in the chat, I think you guys are in for some tough times. I don't think Judge is signing back with you. I think it's going to be a weird couple years for the Yankees. That's what I think. Well, judges so gone, AL teams, gone. I, I would say, yeah, Blue Jays and Mariners. And, like, dude, they got some fucking work to do. I, uh, I lean Seattle just because I think they've seen where the bar is actually at. Like, you know, I, I know Toronto's got a ton of young talent, and I always hear from And they them. were close in that series, too. Yeah, I, but, you know, they were sort of. <laughs> they were Philly close. Sort of. You know, <laughs> like, like they, they were Phillies close. So I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if you can punch that into a computer and someone mm-hmm. can figure that out. But I think Seattle has seen through their tough years and through their good year this year kind of what's needed and the depth in their bullpen, the depth in their pitching, the depth in their lineup. They know it's their window. I, I, I think the Mariners are, are your, your biggest threat to them. And, I mean, Think about the franchise we're talking about. They just broke their own playoff drought. They ended up uh, not winning a playoff game this year. So, I I don't know. It, it's tough to see someone. I know baseball can happen fast, but the light bulbs would really have to go off on Guardians, Blue Jays, Yankees, Mariners to really get in the same league of what Houston's doing. It's nuts. Baseball next year is going to be a very, very different sport. So, that's pretty... I mean, I think the Astros are going to be good, but it's going to be it's going to look a lot different and play a lot different. What? I think they're set up great for it. I mean, I don't. I think they have some athletic I people they, in the infield. They, they have a they lot can... of ground ball pitchers, and I'm I'm very interested to see how ground ball pitchers do when the shift is not there anymore. Like really interesting. Like I think Castillo is a 55 percent ground ball pitcher now. He's really, 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 really good. So I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but that's something I'm very intrigued about. Next year, I think Robbie Ray is a ground ball pitcher. Um, I think it's going to affect free agency. We're going to get more defensive-minded infielders, that's for sure. We're not going to get a bunch of dudes like, hey, fucking throw him at second base because he's going to be playing short right field anyway. Like, 
It's going to be a different game, but I think the Astros, I mean, if you look at who they have in the infield, like these guys can go get it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to care about it. Very true. And and maybe the Mariners are that same Uh, way. I mean, we're talking about the Mariners. I'm not trying to knock the Mariners with this. I'm just saying that it's hard to project. Let's not talk about the Mariners. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, the reason why Mariners fans are always obsessed is um, they're our biggest demographic. Yeah, we're big in Seattle. Seattle's like our biggest talking baseballs. Like per capita. Per capita, yeah. Seattle? Seattle, yeah. So it makes Never sense why they're, they're always uh, yelling at us. We like you. A lot of grounder guys. Framber throws grounders. Well, it's going to look different. They strike guys out, too. Someone in the chat said, yeah, the Mariners are going to make the jump and lose the AOS by eight games instead of 15. <laughs> right. And that's, like, fucking true. I don't... There was, a there was a like, Fox or one of these, um, you know, big media companies put out um, that the fans chose or maybe they chose the Mariners to win the AL West. And I remember seeing that and I wrote under the tweet, were the Astros not an option? Because like, to me, it just seemed like such a foregone conclusion that this Astros team was going to win the AL West. And I don't know what disrespect comes from them every single off season, but you know, there was a prop bet. Like, are they going to make the playoffs? And the juice is only like 140. And it's like, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. And I'm curious to see, look, people, put this in your head for next year. If the Astros are disrespected preseason again, like, it's kind of a nice way to make some change. Mm. Bet on the Astros. I thought I was teeing you up for something, but I guess not. No. Oh, well, you can sorry. bet on him. Tried right there. That was pretty good, I right? You, I'm trying to end the year strong. My lock of all locks to start the year was the Astros that more wins in the regular season. The Yankees came true. So always bet on the Astros. The AL goes through the Astros until it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Breggy, do your TikTok dances, bro. You're good. Just let's can the, this thing. I didn't like that. The head you know whip, about, for right? people list, just listening, it was the head whip thing. Yeah. Didn't he stop doing that? that yeah. Like oh, yeah 2017 I don't really like that one. And while we're at it, Red Sox, get rid of that stupid laundry cart ride. I'm over it. Congrats to Trey Mancini. Yeah, um, watching him celebrate was really that cool. That was awesome. And he got a hit. I mean, Kyle Tucker, grow out a full A Blinken beard now that you're, you know, you can be comfortable with that. And I, I know we talked about it, but... Jordan Alvarez, uh, we we've we got caught up in Soto, and we should have, because uh, Soto's incredible, and enjoy Soto. Look at Jordan's numbers. There, we need to talk about him more. I know I during the year I can be obnoxious and say that about every player, because I love baseball, and that's the deal. He's 25 years old. He just hit a game-winning homer uh, to basically clinch the World Series. He's had a one-dot OPS and two two of his three seasons. The guy is the best young hitter in baseball. He's the best hitter in baseball, question mark. Uh, he's platoon proof, as we saw tonight. Um, you know, as we compare the teams of past and the teams of now for this this Houston reign, um, I mean, Jordan Alvarez is is the most fearsome, the fearsome dude on the field. Age is a very funny thing. And, um, you know, Pena's a rookie, for sure. And so he gets talked, the young shortstop. Oh, the young shortstop. People that are the same age as Jeremy Pena and the Astros. Kyle Tucker. 
Jordan Alvarez, Luis Garcia, Christian Javier. Might be another, I don't know. Woo-wee! David Hensley. Corey Lee. And by the way, Jordan did uh did ink a little extension. He will be he's locked up on the Houston Astros until twenty twenty eight. Yankees should have done something like that. Well, they're a uh, big mm. bopper, huh? Mm. Well, well, well. I'm sorry, guys. Um I wasn't in the front office. I've run out of things to say about the Astros and how good they are. I Okay. Yeah, I really I mean we've we've been on the train for a long time. This is the best team in the AL. We knew it and they showed it. Now they're the best team in the big leagues. And I don't even really know if this was ever necessarily it was a series. I don't want to take that away from Philly. Um they were up two one. No. Yeah. Yeah, they were up two one. Astros won the last three yeah. games. Yeah. And and there's there's moments and I I was talking about it on the live streams. There's as a fan, there's moments that you stick out and you say if if this and if that and if this, I mean you know that that Marship bat that feels rude harping on a guy who doesn't seem like it, but he's younger than your Don. Um, you know, if that at bat goes differently, if Sosa is in a different ballpark or turns on that ball a little more and it's a three oh game, if if uh Wheeler doesn't bring in one fastball to Maldonado, I you know, it, you start doing that stuff, and it's a little loser talk. It's a little bit the, the other team was better. And and the part that drove it home for me was they went up 3-1, 4-1. Even when they went up 3-1, before they got the insurance run, everyone did the, oh, it's over. And it's a yes. credit to their bullpen, and it's a credit to Houston, who the story up through Game 3 of this World Series was this Phillies offense— is this Philly's offense so good that it's going to carry them to win the World Series? And then they got shut down. Uh, that a two-run lead seemed insurmountable. A two-run lead. Well, nobody was getting on base, dude. Like, you might pop a homer here and there, but it was solo shots don't kill you. Three-run homers like your Don had will kill you. And that's and why Maldonado, no, and I'm in the nine hole. Well, I mean, just get on base. I'll just stand as close as possible and hope he hits me, which is what he said in his post game. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's great. And then you have Altuve, who basically, I mean, he didn't really have a good postseason at all, so that's kind of scary to think about. Like, they did all this with really a subpar Jose Altuve. But really, the story of the the playoffs, when you look back at it, is Jeremy Pena having great at bats to get Jordan up to capitalize and, okay. and, and, and Pena capitalized himself and drove in runs himself and all that. But there are some massive moments that he just did it to get Jordan up. And that is the sign of a very good baseball player, a very good baseball team. That's what you want your two hole hitter to do. I mean, two hole hitter has changed in baseball. Pena is like the best of what you need in a two hole hitter can, can, you know, take what's given to him. I saw him, you know, execute sort of a pseudo hit and run. We've seen him hit homers. We've seen him just like work good at bats. Like he's, he's what you want in a two hole hitter. Yeah, I was, that was, uh, you know, right there in the Mariner series. Every, the big home runs Yordan hit. Uh, I was, we were talking about that early. It's like Pena setting him up. 
And then eventually he was like, instead of just setting him up, I'll start doing some damage too. It's crazy. 71 strikeouts in this series. Is that one? Someone in the chat just put that. That sounds ridiculous for six games, but I guess it's right. Six games, 11, 12 a game, something like that. Anything else we got to chat about? Thank you to everybody. Yeah. Along for the ride this whole season, 573 episodes in. Damn. Get that cap, you dork. Yeah, and we're not really going anywhere. I mean, there's there's coaches that have been hired. There's openings, the baseball uh, news. The, the walls just come down. Jake and I did a little bit of Yankees postseason and realized that we really don't know what we're getting into here in this offseason. If, if it's going to go back to normal where free agents sign around, like, December, maybe after even Thanksgiving, and, like, it's kind of quick. Or are we going to go back into we're waiting until guys aren't signing until spring training and all that because there's no lockout, hopefully no pandemic, fingers crossed. So we might get just, like, a normal, active First off season free agency. of the CBA. First offseason of the CBA, yeah. So um, we'll be here once a week for a little, maybe twice a week. I don't know if we fully ironed that out yet. Uh, if there's breaking news or big news, we'll obviously hop on. But, yeah, thanks to everyone who's been listening and following and with us. Or if you joined this season and uh, and are here, thank you. If you've been with us since past seasons, appreciate you as always. Mama, mama. Trev, we got your prediction for next year. I'm working on it. This is put me into the future, baby. Aimless. I love the chat. Thanks, everyone. You know who else I love? JP Crawford. Love you.